Well, hey there, welcome on back to VG Emporium, video game music and more. I'm your host, Rage Cage, and today we're going to be seeing what's fresh from VG Emporium from this year, 2023. And this is not the first time I've done a fresh from VGM rips. Um, I did one back in 2022 on episode 47, where we checked out some tunes from packs that were uploaded in 2022. So we're going to be doing the same thing here, and it's going to be just the hodgepodge of things, all different kinds of chips, systems. It's going to be a great time. But before we proceed, you may notice that this is episode 92, so we're getting up to episode 100. So what I'm going to be doing for that is customer favorites, wherein you, the customers, get to pick out your favorite track that has been played on the show so far. So how this will work is that you'll send me the name of the track and the episode it's from, and there are many ways you can send it to me. So uh, you can send it to the email, vgemporium at gmail.com. You can DM it to me at the vgemporium Twitter or Instagram, or if you're on the Discord, where there is a channel called Episode 100 Extravaganza, and you can put it there, or you can DM it to me on Discord. And be sure to have it in to me before or by November 9th, because the Episode 100 is set to come out on November 16th. So whether you've been here since the grand opening, or you're just now coming in for the first time today, uh, just send it on in. I already have a few, and I'd like to see that list grow. So with that done, let's get into this episode proper. So as I mentioned, we're going to be listening to new packs on BGM Rips. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with VGM Rips, it is a site where people create packs of .VGM format and upload them, where then you can download these packs and listen to these through any VGM player of your choice. Or listen to the music in the browser, as I've been doing at work. And there are many sound chips covered in the .VGM format, largely FM, over the years adding wavetable, PSG, and sample-based sound chips. And the number of sound chips that this format is compatible with is ever-growing. And one of these sound chips happens to be the Game Boy DMG, uh, speaking of which, the song that we came in on with was Kill All Monsters Dungeon Quest BGM from Cave Noir, released on the Game Boy, composed by Shinji Tasaka and Yoshiyuki Hagiwara. And this pack was ripped by RN22. It was uploaded May 18th, 2023. And so this game, Cave Noir, developed and published by Konami, released in 1991, it is considered in retrospect as the first console roguelike, preceding Chunsoft's Torneko no Taiboken Fushiki no Dungeon, or Talon's Great Adventure Mystery Dungeon, by two years, though it did not make as big as impact as the first Mystery Dungeon game, which went on to go make its own series. But that does not mean that it was not received well. The reactions to it were pretty positive, and is actually considered a perfect game for the Game Boy because of how it's formatted. So instead of having one long dungeon that you go through, it breaks it up into four different dungeons, and each one has its own quest, and the movement is tile-based, so you make a move, and if there's a monster in the room, that makes a move, you make a move, action, monster makes a move, and then it's action, and you know, so on. And each dungeon lasts only about maybe 10 minutes at most. And they're randomly generated, so it's uh, different each time. So that definitely helps in keeping your dungeon crawling interesting, as well as this music. And it's all really good, and that's no wonder, being a Konami joint, its sound team really knew how to rock the Game Boy sound chips. So, getting into our composers here, starting with Yoshiyuki Hagiwara. Starting with Mission Impossible in 1990 on the NES, and then Crave Noir, then Gradius, Interstellar Assault in 91, Gambari Goemon on the Game Boy in 91, Raging Fighter 93, Tiny Toon Adventures 2 Montana's Movie Madness in 93 on the Game Boy, and Batman the Animated Series in 93 on the Game Boy. And this brings us to Shinji Tasaka, starting in 1998 on the arcade with Gangbusters, then Final Round, Kitten Caboodle, and Vulcan Venture, and then was a voice editor and sound effect conversion data production for the PC-88 version of Snatcher. And then moving right along, he was the sound director for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the arcade, Akuma Joe Special Boko Dracula-kun in 1990 on the Famicom, Ganbari Goemon on the Game Boy, Tiny Toon Adventures, Buster's Hidden Treasure, Fantastic Journey on the arcade, Solar Assault in the arcade, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 2007 on the Xbox 360. So now, getting into our next track, we're getting into Feeling Like Pendulum from Marginal Points, composed by Kyohei Noma, though I see it also credited as Kyoko Namo, and Reina Usagi, and the pack was ripped by Korak and uploaded on September 3rd of 2023.
that was Feeling Like Pendulum from Marginal Points, composed by Kyohei Noma or Kyoko Mano. You know, the pack on the site says one thing and then the data in the file says another. And as well as composed by Riena Usagi. This was released on the PC-98 in 1995, and this was ripped by Korak and uploaded on September 3rd, 2023. And I'll note that the chip used here was the YM2203, which is 3FM and 3SSG. And this here game is a turn-based tactical RPG in the fashion of Shining Force and Fire Emblem, wherein you control an army of what's called key characters, which um, are units, and depending on how many units they have is how much HP they have. And you know, this seems to be like pretty standard fare for a tactical RPG, but the big thing here is that majority of the main characters are all cute girls. So that in combination with being on the NEC PC, it is an eroge or erotic game. But in comparison to some of the things I've seen on this system, it's pretty vanilla tame. So this one, it doesn't go into the adult section in the back. Uh, this one will just be like on a higher shelf someplace in the store. So now for the composers, um, I unfortunately could not find any other information on them other than this game but listening to their work on this soundtrack, this is definitely not their first rodeo. And the range of styles in this soundtrack is uh, pretty surprising. So it can range from anywhere from like, you know, standard RPG fare to some really high energy stuff, cutesy stuff. Um, but this song here um, sticks out because it's the only one that is like this, kind of more like no percussion other than that very light noise in the background, kind of melancholic. So like I said, it sticks out in the soundtrack, but it's also gonna stick out in this episode today because the rest of the tracks I got for you are pretty wacky, especially this batch coming from this next game. So what I'm going to play for you are Gal Select, Stage 2, Stage 3, and Stage Clear 1, all from Gal's Panic 3. And they're composed by Tatsuya Watanabe, Kaoru Yosuda, and Katsuya Yoneda. It was ripped by Fever 500 and uploaded on July 3rd, 2023. And the sound chip is the YMZ-280B.
ridiculously awesome songs you just heard were Gal Select, Stage 2, Stage 3, and Stage Clear 1, all from Gal's Panic 3, composed by Tatsuya Watanabe, Kaoru Yasuda, and Katsuya Yoneda. The pack was ripped by Fever 500 and uploaded on July 3rd, 2023, and the chip used here was the YMZ-280B. And the one bad thing I'd have to say about these tracks, that yes, there is a bad thing, is that they're just all too damn short. I mean, the longest song on the soundtrack is Stage 1, which is not featured here, but it's like a weird kind of wacky samba beat at 39 seconds. And Gal Select, the song that's playing right now, is following right behind it only at 27 seconds. So now you may be wondering, what is Gal's Panic, and why come there are three of them? Well, first let me explain the what. It is an arcade game where you choose a girl, and then you have to clear the screen with lines, so you have like this little thing that's kind of go around, and you have to block off sections of the thing that's covering the image beneath, and um, you gotta clear out about 80%. You wanna do it too fast, otherwise they're gonna say you suck and you don't get an image, but if you do it too slow, they become some kind of icky thing. All kinds of different icky things. So here's what you wanna do. You wanna be able to get the highest score while also clearing it in just a reasonable amount of time. And what your reward is, is a cute girl. But don't think it's too easy because there's all kinds of baddies trying to stop you. In the case of this third game, it could be a pharaoh head that shoots out UFOs at you, a giant stinky plant whose projectile of choice are eyeballs. So definitely an odd series of games. So yeah, there's the first one released in 90, the second one released in 93, and then third one released in 95. With each iteration improving the visuals, but most importantly, the sound. With Gal Select, of course, being the absolute f jam. So now let's get into those responsible for these jams. So starting off, we have Kaoru Yosuda, who uh, only has three credits, starting with Gal's Panic 3 in 95, then Jackie Chan, the Kung Fu Master in the arcade on 95, and then Gal's Panic Sega Saturn in 96. Up next, we have Katsuya Yoneda, starting in 92 with Nexer on the PC Engine CD-ROM 2, which then was re-released as part of the Summer Carnival 93. We then have Quiz Day Gakuensai, then Gal's Panic 3 in 95, Seaver and the Dragon's Weapon in 98, and then finally in 2000 and 2001 was a sound supervisor for Guilty Gear X and Guilty Gear X Plus. And now we land on Tetsuya Watanabe, who started in 1988 with Heavy Unit, followed by Kabuki Z and Kageki. And then in 89 he did Heavy Unit on the PC Engine, as well as DJ Boy in the arcade. And then in 1990 we have Aero Blasters on the PC Engine, Air Buster in the arcade, and Air Blaster on the Sega Genesis. But now blasting through this list, uh, we get through The Berlin Wall, Nexer, Explosive Breaker, Shogun Warriors, Summer Carnival 93 Nexer Special, Blood Warrior, Bonk's Adventure, Gal's Panic 3, and then in 1995, Jackie Chan, the Kung Fu Master with Keoru Yasuda. So now to tell you about the PCM 80 PCM sample-based synthesizer chip, the YMZ-280B, which was used to create such mighty jams as Gal Select. Well, as I said, it's a sample-based chip, which is capable of up to eight channels of sound, consisting of either PCM, which stands for Pulse Code Modulation, at 8 and 16 bits, generally high in quality, but short in length because they take up a lot of memory, or 4-bit 80 PCM, which stands for Adaptive Pulse Code Modulation, which as far as I understand is a lower quality because, you know, it's only processing at 4 bits per second, but you can have longer samples that take up less memory. There's a lot more technical stuff going on here, but I'm not quite ready to get into that yet. And so now let's get into our next set of tracks. Yes, another set, this time only two. It's uh, two different versions of the same song. So what I got here for you is Theme from 4D Sports Boxing. We'll be starting with the Tandy version using the PC speaker and the NCR8496, followed by the IBM PC AT version made using the YM3812. It was composed by Michael J. Sokirka, Chris Hatlid, and Brian Plank. Both packs were ripped by the 789 guy, both uploaded on June 1st, 2023.
heard theme from 4D Boxing, first from the Tandy computer, using PC speaker and NCR8496, followed by the IBM PC version using the YM3812. It was composed by Michael J. Sokirka, Chris Hatlilid, and Brian Plank. Both packs were ripped by the 789 guy and uploaded on June 1st, 2023. So this here game is an interesting one. It's uh, technically a 3D game, whereas the characters or boxers are polygonal. And we're talking early polygons here. We're talking like, you know, big chunky triangles. You know, there are some details. You can kind of tell what's going on with the face. You know, there's some like form to the arms and such. And the animation is actually pretty good. Uh, each boxer has their own unique style and that is because they actually based all the movements off motion capture. So the movement and animation is pretty smooth, albeit very strange looking. So, you know, at the time of release, that is 1992, it was actually pretty well received. One for the simulation of the, you know, boxer's motions, and two for just the fact that it is actually the first head-to-head -head 3D fighting game. Now, getting to the computer side of this, um, as you may have noticed, there are two different kinds of sounds. One for the Tandy and one from the IBM PC. But the, uh, the game itself, you know, not different on each of these computers because the Tandy is an IBM-compatible computer. So it can, you know, run what's going on in the IBM or DOS. But it's the sound that's in it because the Tandy was kind of a budget computer. So it used the NCR8496, which is a uh, modification of the SN76489. But alongside this is the PC speaker, which is basically the AY8910 chip. As far as I understand, looking at the VGM in a player, that breaks up all the channels. And there's probably a good possibility that I have upset some folks that actually know better than I do, but that's all I got. And then the version from the IBM PC using the YM3812, also known as the OPL2, is a 2-up FM sound chip. And I have talked about this chip before when talking about other chips that are improvements on it, such as the YMF262, also known as the OPL3, which I did a whole episode about it. Um, it's episode 72. But here are the basics. It's a 9-channel 2-op FM sound chip, 2-op meaning that it has two operators, one carrier and one modulator, per channel. There are two modes for this chip. One, the melodic mode, which you have access to all 9 channels for melodic stuff, and then percussion mode, which is it takes only 5 channels for melodic and then uses 3 channels for um, preset percussion sounds. And it was widely used in many sound cards, such as the Adlib and Sound Blaster, and the PSR and PSS line of Yamaha synthesizers. So before we get into our composers here, I'd just like to comment that I really like this music. It's, uh, you know, surprised me. You know, because I'll admit, most Western PC music from around this time I find kind of bland. There are some exceptions for me, such as the, you know, stuff by the LucasArts sound team and Team Fat. You know, it usually doesn't grab me, but this right here, I like it. And that's thanks to our composers here, all three Canadians starting with Brian Plank, who has the least amount of credits, starting in 1990 with 40 Sports Driving, then Bill Elliott's NASCAR Challenge, 40 Boxing, 40 Sports Boxing, which is an updated version of 40s Boxing, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Manhattan Missions on DOS, and then The Simpsons' Bart's House of Weirdness on DOS in 1992. Up next, we have Michael J. Sekirka, also starting in 1990 with 40 Sports Driving alongside Brian Plank. He did a lot of conversions to DOS for uh, games that were from Japanese consoles or arcade, such as Altered Beast, um, Castlevania, Dick Tracy, Super C, and Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles on the Commodore 64. He's also worked on Mickey's 123s, Pipe Dream on the NES, Champions Forever Boxing on the TurboGrafx-16, Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego on the NES, The Simpsons' Bart House of Weirdness, NHL's 94 on the SNES, Coach K College Basketball on Genesis, FIFA Soccer 97 on the Genesis, and Triple Play Baseball on the PS2 in 2001, which is his last credit, at least for composing VGM. Um, he's still on at EA as an audio producer, and he composes non-VGM music, still. And then last, but definitely not least, is Chris Hatlilid, who is uh, kind of the heavy hitter of this group, starting all the way back in 1983 by composing for and programming his own game while still in high school, no less, 
Frantic Freddy in 1983. And it would be five years later until he would start composing again, starting with uh, Power at Sea, then Grand Prix Circuit, Fiendish Freddy's Big Top O Fun, Outrun on DOS, and then 40 Sports Driving in 1990, beginning his uh, work with Brian Plank and Michael J. Sekirka. He would go into work on uh, some of the same conversions as Sekirka, excepting uh, Metal Gear for the C64. And the rest of his following credits would be the same as Sekirka or Plank, with his last project being on The Simpsons' Bart's House of Weirdness in 1992. Alright, so now let's get into our second to last track here. We Up next I got Special Training Results from Igawa Suguru no Super League CD. Released on the Sega CD, the pack was ripped by G the Guardian and uploaded on June 12th, 2023. Uh, and the chips used here are the YM2612 and the RF5C164. Printing results from Igawa Suguru no Super League CD released on the Sega CD. Composer unknown, this pack was ripped by G the Guardian and uploaded on June 12, 2023. And again, the chips used here are the YM2612 and the RF5C164. And this is another example that sports games developed in Japan have just some of the best music. And all the music in this soundtrack, for the most part, is really good, albeit really short. You know, this song is only sitting at a minute, and that's beat by the standard results BGM at 1 minute and 9 seconds. But in the case of this song, it's just right. So now you, you probably wouldn't be able to tell what kind of game this is by the title. Um, it's another baseball game. There's not really much to explain. But one thing I may be able to explain is the, you know, you're maybe wondering, sound chips? But isn't Sega CD just you know, Redbook Audio? And then some of you are probably asking, Redbook Audio? What's that? And that's a story for another day. But, um, you know, for the most part, yes. Games on the Sega CD use the, you know, CD quality Redbook Audio, which is basically just CD tracks that could be played on a CD player as well, and they're just like, really? 
you know, high quality music. So yes, the Sega CD did implement sound chips um, using the YM2612 and the SN76489 that is from the Sega Genesis because the Sega CD or Mega CD was originally a peripheral for these consoles and then its own dedicated sound chip, that being the Ricoh RF5C164 PCM sound chip. So like the YMZ280B that we talked about earlier, it does sample playback. Um, it has eight channels of it, though um, it's not as robust and the sample playback is not as high quality as the SPC700, which is the SNES's sound chip. But that doesn't stop it from sounding good. So to break down what's happening here, the bass and the chords are done using the YM2612, and then of course, the horn, the, all the percussion and those strings that come in partway, are done using the Rico chip. And the cool thing about the percussion is not just limited to one or two channels here, they're using four channels for the percussion, you know, so one for the kick, one for the snare and that little uh, tingy sound, one for like the cowbell rhythm in there and the toms, and then one for the hi-hat. And it kind of has like this samba rhythm going on. So before we move on, I'd like to say that um, if you'd like to know more about the Sega CD's chiptune capabilities and just all the different ways that it's used throughout different games on the, on the console, um, there's an episode of the VG Embassy that just came out all about it. You know, I just listened to it today, um, today is, uh, it's Tuesday today, and, uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. The host, Ed Wilson, um, you know, definitely has a real love for this underdog peripheral, and, um, it shows in his talking about the music. You know, a little funny thing here is that, um, he does play his track from this game, though it's not the same one, thankfully. Uh, the one he plays is the BGM-1A. And, you know, it's actually pretty different from this track. It's kind of like a weird, like, rockabilly doo-wop, if that makes sense. But, uh, yeah, you know, definitely go check out this episode from the VG Embassy, and just... Check out the VGM Embassy. Uh, it's, it's a great, it's a really good VGM podcast. All right now, getting into our last track, and this one is a doozy. So what I got here for you is Onyaku Alien from Lum Mall. This was on the Sharp X68K. This is composed by Hideaki Takashita and Ryo Takami. This pack was ripped by Marklin Cadet and uploaded on July 10th, 2023. And the sound chips used here are the YM2151 and the OKIM6258.
Good God, that was Onyanko Alien from Lon Mall, composed by Hideaki Takashita and Ryo Takami. Released on the Sharp X68K, this pack was ripped by Mark Lynn Cadet and uploaded on July 10th, 2023. The chips used here were the YM2151 and the OKIM6258. And GZ Weezers, what was that? How do you explain that? I, I don't know. FM Madness, I tell you. FM Madness! I mean, just listen to this. What is this? And it's just a pause and repeating snare, but it's not something I expected. Though now listening to it, some of the stuff I hear in this reminds me of Ninja Step from Revenge of Shinobi by Yuzo Koshiro. And it just sounds like they took the idea that that laid down and decided to go bonkers with it. So now this would be a right about where I would tell you about the game, about the composers, about the sound chips, but actually, I'm not going to do that this time. I'm going to do that in the next episode because... I'm going to be covering this entire, or not this entire soundtrack, but a lot of tracks from this soundtrack because I was caught off guard, I was pleasantly surprised by it, and I, I just want to talk about it and share it with you folks. Just love those hard cuts. So with that, I'm just going to get to the end of the show spiel. Thank you for coming into VG Emporium. I hope you enjoyed these fresh tracks from VGM Rips and, hope, and encourages you to go check out the site because there's a lot of good stuff there. So I'd like to remind you, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, that episode 100 is coming up. So again, send me your favorite track, no matter if you've been listening since the beginning or just now started, send it to me to, you know, vgemporium at gmail.com, or you can, you know, message it to me on the VG Emporium Twitter or Instagram, or you can join the Discord and slot it in there in the uh, episode 100 extravaganza channel and have it in by or before November 9th, because... Episode 100 is set to come out November 16th. And hey, if this is your first time in, welcome. And uh, you can find VG Emporium on all the different podcatchers such as Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Audible, as well as on the site TerraPlayer, which is a really cool central for a lot of video game related podcasts, not just VGM. You can also find VG Emporium at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course Discord if you're so daring. All the links are within the show notes at the bottom as well as on the main site, vgemporium.wordpress.com. So again, next week, we're going to be talking about the music from the game Lom Mall. What exactly it is, I don't know. I'm hopefully going to have uh, some research done before I start recording. Uh, there's a little secret between just you and me here is that uh, most of my research is done as I'm recording. But one thing I can assure you is that this soundtrack is just all over the ding-dang place. And I'm pretty excited to share it with you here next week at BG Emporium Video Game Music and more.